going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the first episode of Not Giving a Puck with your host, Nick Scortino. Um, so, pretty much, I am a huge hockey fan. I've, uh, I wasn't really a uh, huge hockey fan when I was a little bit younger. Uh, growing up, I was a big baseball, football guy. But, um, you know, 2014 rolled around and I, I really started to enjoy uh, the sport of hockey. And it, I think most of that stems from the fact that I started playing NHL um, – 14 and you know of course martin bodor was the cover athlete of that so i uh you know gravitated towards the one sole new jersey team that is the new jersey devils and i've been a devils fan ever since uh you know i've seen the good and the bad times uh you know i unfortunately had missed all of the previous stanley cup uh you know stanley cup runs by the devils um last time they were in the playoffs before I started watching was 2012 when they lost to the Kings. You know, very unfortunate, but, you know, it happens. Uh, then 2018 rolled around, Taylor Hall, Nico Heischer, um, Keith Kincaid, that whole group uh, ended up going to the playoffs. I was, I was uh, fortunate enough to go to uh, game four at the Prudential Center, so I had a lot of fun there. Uh, for, unfortunately, the Devils didn't win that game, but, you know, it is what it is. Um and since then, you know, since 2014, I've just been a huge hockey fan. It's just every year I it's piqued my interest more and more. And I've just gotten, you know, engrossed in all the news for hockey. And, you know, right now, today, too, you know, big day for hockey. There's a, you know, some little something called free agency going on. And we're going to dive into all of those deals that, uh, that have gone down so far talk about potential landing spots for Kadrill, Kadri, and a few other guys that have not re-signed yet. Maybe they'll re-sign while we're, while we're recording. You know, who knows? Anything's possible. But so, yeah, pretty much I'm a huge hockey guy, big Devils fan, um, you know, live, breathe, love hockey. <laughs> not much more, not much better you can get than that, really. I mean, it's just such a such a fun sport to watch, you know. It's uh, it's just it's a lot of fun. Can't really you know can't really match that type of energy that uh, it brings. Really, in my opinion, you know, you got the it, it's physical, it's fast, it's exciting. It, it, the list goes on and on for the amount of great words you can describe the sport of hockey, and it's you know easily easily become my favorite sport to watch and follow. Um, since then so i'm really happy that we are uh, able to do this and you know we it's just it's a great day for this specifically for the fact that um it was we still have you know we still have a whole bunch of people left to be signed i mean johnny gaudreau has been linked with the new jersey devils very heavily so if that if that breaks on air i mean hey who knows what what might happen? You might get a really great reaction out of me, but no, I'm excited to talk about all these teams, all the different types of moves they're making, and you know, pretty much just I'm excited to talk about hockey. So that right there, we're gonna we're gonna take a little break before we dive deep into all of these deals that have happened so far, and we will be right back. Speaking on personal experience, the house buying and house selling process is a bitch. It's not fun. It's not fun at all. But you know who made it fun? You know who turned all this around, took all the stress out of the process? It's Curtis Counts of EXP Realty. 
Whether you're buying a house, selling a house, searching for a house, you'll get constant emails of things that pop up in your budget and what you're actually looking for. To start this process, you just have to call Curtis right now. You can reach him at 732-856-2293 or shoot him an email at kurtrcounts at hotmail.com. And yes, some, some of us folks are still using Hotmail. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again. And today, I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, Tax Preparation and Planning, Bookkeeping, Payroll, Retirement Planning, Insurance, Asset Protection, and even Life Settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. All right. Welcome back to Not Giving a Puck with your host, Nick Scortino. So now we are going to be diving straight into all of the NHL deals that have happened so far. There have been quite a few and a lot of re-signings. And, oh, I just got an update. Um, the Johnny Gaudreau sweepstakes are now down to the New Jersey Devils and the New York Islanders. So if that is the case and he does be, go to either of those teams, he'll definitely be coming home to the East Coast. But I still think the Devils have a little bit more of a better chance than the Islanders just based surely off, uh, solely off of the amount of cap space that the Devils do indeed have right now at the current moment. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Um Let's dive. Let's start diving into these deals because we're going. We're going way back, and I mean way back. We're going all. We're gonna be starting off with Kevin Fiala was traded to the Minnesota Wild for prospect defenseman Brock Faber and LA's first round pick in the draft. He then signed a seven year deal worth fifty five million, uh, fifty one fifty five point one two five million with an AAV of seven point eight. Seven five. So that is a deal. Um, it was expected. Uh, the Wild are currently in cap hell, and it's understandable. They bought out Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi last year, and they paid uh, Kirill the Thrill Kaprizov. So, you know, and that's really expected by them. And, you know, it's a good deal for Fiala. Go to L.A., who um, they're trying to retool. They were, uh, you know, made the playoffs this past year and made a pretty good run, but unfortunately came up a little bit short against Edmonton Oilers in Game 7. So not much you can really do about that, but it is what it is. Um, Brock Besser re-upped with the Vancouver Canucks on a three-year deal worth $19.95 million and an AAV of $6.65 million. So I'm reading out the, the AAVs. Um, for some of them, most of some of the other deals, I haven't gotten the whole contract breakdowns, but you know, it is, it is what it is. Um, and so 
after it's a good deal for Vancouver, actually. I, I think Besser Besser had a really good season last year, and he was drawing a lot of trade interest. But they were uh, Vancouver stood their ground and kept them, which is a good uh, good deal for that because now they're going to focus on trading um, JT Miller. I think I don't think JT Miller is going to stay for one more year. I think he's going to get traded somewhere, and the uh, Canucks will be able to get a few other assets back in return. But you know that might who knows that might happen today. Whole lot, whole lot of uh, stuff going on today in the world of the NHL, and I'm very happy to be bringing you guys this information. So, Nick Paul signed a seven-year deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning, worth 22.05 million. Um, good deal for Tampa. Uh, to be honest, I have no idea where Tampa really gets their money, but they they have it. And you know, Paul had a really strong playoff. Uh, had I, he had a really strong play, uh, playoff for, playoffs for. Tampa Bay, who went to the Stanley Cup Finals, he was very pivotal in a lot of those games for them, uh, especially with Braden Point being out. And, you know, he deserved that seven-year deal, and the Lightning obviously like him uh, a lot. So, you know, good for him for getting his money and re-upping with uh, Tampa Bay for seven years. Uh, Pittsburgh re-signs Casey DeSmith to a two-year, $3.6 million deal. This one, I don't really, uh, I don't really understand this deal. It's more of a... You know, I understand you keep him. He didn't have a terrible season, but him and Tristan Jari just aren't uh, – they aren't really the best. And I think Pittsburgh could have done better if they had just moved on from him, maybe traded Jari and went out and signed a goalie uh, from this uh, free agency. But that did not happen, so not much uh, not much going on there. But they you know, keep him on a pretty cheap deal. Uh, Andrew Cogliano signed a one-year deal to stay with the Colorado Avalanche, so they're obviously going to be trying to keep together the core that helped them win the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, and, you know, that that's understandable, but Colorado does not have a whole lot of cap space, so not much, uh, you know, not much you can really do with that. They are probably going to lose some pieces along the way, but happens. And um, so... Then we move on to Adam Boquist on a three-year deal worth uh, $7.8 million with the um, Columbus Blue Jackets. Re-upped there since he was traded to uh, to Columbus via the trade with Seth Jones last year. Uh, Chris Tang stays, stays with the Penguins, signs a six-year $36.6 million contract. You know, Pittsburgh's obviously trying to keep together their, um, their core and – you know, we'll get to uh, another a uh, few of their other deals uh, later down the road. But yeah, they uh, signed Chris Tang. He had a pretty, he had a really good, uh, solid year last year. You know, helped them get to the playoffs as well. And you know, six years, thirty-six million. That's uh, really not that bad, especially too because the way that people they've been these teams have been structuring these contracts is it's a lot of signing bonuses, so the salary is not as high, which. Um, that is, it's not a bad, uh, not a bad idea. And, um, then, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury signs a two-year, $7 million deal to stay in Minnesota. That one I kind of expected, didn't really expect Fleury to go anywhere else. Uh, you know, made the playoffs with Minnesota. I think, I think he really enjoyed it there. Uh, obviously it's a lot better than being in Chicago, but, you know, <laughs> Chicago right now is uh, rebuilding, to say the least, because they have traded away just about everybody. Um, they traded away Debrinkit and Kirby Doc both on draft day. 
And now it's really just Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane because it's about all they got left. Um, they signed a few, uh, two guys today. We'll get into those deals um, as we continue go to go down the list of um, players. So then we have uh, Billy Huso uh, was traded to Detroit for a third-round pick, and he signed a three-year deal worth $14.25 million. That's a very good deal by Detroit as well because if, when you really break down that team, their defense is a little shaky. Uh, you have Moritz Sider. Um, well, they... I think they signed a defenseman or two, a defenseman or two today so far. But you know, their defense hasn't been the best. But you pair uh, Huso with Alex and Delkovic, and that's a very good goalie tandem that you'd want to have going forward in the season. Especially because Detroit was uh, very sorry, or not uh, they were very uh, they were very good uh, this year, and I mean they were definitely ahead of schedule in the rebuild. So you know. Detroit is slowly becoming, uh, getting back to what they once were. And, you know, it's good for them. Now, here's a deal. Here's a deal. I'll be honest. I don't really know why this one was signed or this trade even happened. Um, Tony D'Angelo was traded from Carolina to Philadelphia. Carolina received a 2024 second-round pick, 2023 third-round pick, and the Flyers' 2022 fourth-round pick. Philadelphia acquired D'Angelo, who signed a two-year deal worth $10 million, and Carolina's, and they acquired Carolina's seventh-round pick from, uh, from this year. This deal doesn't make any sense for me because Tony D'Angelo, yeah, okay, he might have played pretty good for Carolina, but... I don't think he's a guy worth giving a, a two-year, $10 million contract to, and I don't think it's worth giving up three draft picks for him. Um, I don't think he's that great of a player, and to be honest, he's been known to be a um, cancer in the locker room, and you know that stems from his time as a Ranger. I know it might have been a little bit different in Carolina because it was a different setting uh, and some new scenery for him, but still... I don't like the guy. I don't. I don't think this is going to work very well with uh, Torts as the coach, and we'll see how this one plays out. I don't really like the deal. I think that uh, it was the. I think the Flyers gave up way too much for um, honestly a mediocre defenseman, in, in my opinion. But then back to L.A. Uh, Adrian Kemp signed a four-year, twenty-two million dollar deal to stay with the Kings. Uh, then we have one of the bigger um, bigger names in that was supposed to be in this free agency because he was taking a while to get a deal out with Nashville, and that is Philip Forsberg on an eight-year, $68 million contract with the Predators. This, um, yeah, Nashville keeps the, one of their better players, and it was uh, it was definitely something that something good that Nashville did, pair him with, uh, you know, Matt Duchesne, who had a very good year as well. Uh I mean, Nashville is, they're uh, pretty, they're poised to uh, have some pretty good years ahead of them. I mean, if they sort out a few of their uh, issues, maybe uh, their defense could have been, a, was a little shaky, but I feel like that's the case with every team. You know, you, once you get past a certain part of your uh, team's defense, other than I guess maybe um, Tampa, just because Tampa's defense was still solid regardless of what, who they had there. But, um, so yeah, 
other than that, um, good to see Nashville hold on to one of their key piece, uh, key players in Forsberg. The Rangers traded uh, Alexander Georgiev to the Colorado Avalanche for a 2022 third and fifth round pick. Uh, 22, it was a 2022 third and fifth round pick and a third round pick in 2023. And then Georgiev signed a three-year deal worth $10.2 million with Colorado. So Colorado gets a new goalie. Darcy Kemper obviously left in free agency. Um, goodbye, Colorado, to go out and get a goalie. I mean, a three-year $10.2 million deal is not a not a terrible deal at all. I mean, you know, it works out for both sides. So, and Georgiev was very solid last season for the most part. Um, then we have Ottawa traded for Matt Murray. Oh, wait, let, let me let me backtrack that. Sorry. <laughs> sometimes sometimes I read stuff and it just comes out the wrong way. <laughs> so let me backtrack a little bit. The Ottawa Senators have traded Matt Murray to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ottawa is retaining 25% of his salary and traded a 2023 third-round pick and a 2024 seventh-round pick for future considerations. Murray will uh, account for $4.68 million on Toronto's cap. Um, you know, this it's kind of a head-scratcher of a move because, I mean, when you look at it, Ottawa traded Murray when they could have gotten Cam Talbot, who we'll talk about in a minute. But, you know, there's just a whole lot of stuff that could have been done that – I feel like Toronto is making the wrong moves, essentially, is how, how this kind of breaks down. Um, at least Ottawa's retaining some of their money, but there's not much you can do. I mean, the goalie market has kind of been a little – it's been very um, – very hectic so far um but you know they get a goalie they need one uh jack campbell left and he is going to be talked about in a little while he signed a deal uh with edmonton so we'll talk about that in a little bit and valerie uh just so just so we're clear on on one thing I uh, tend to struggle sometimes reading some of these names, so I apologize in advance if I screw it up. Nichuskin, uh, Valerie Nichuskin re-signs with Colorado on an eight-year, $49 million deal. So he re-signed. Uh, Burkowski is still a free agent, so we'll see if they can work out a deal. Colorado can work out a deal to bring him back as well, but as of right now, it looks like he might be on his way to a different team. Uh, that front has been very quiet today. Nothing really too much on that unless anything changes, but I don't think it has yet. So then we go back to the Penguins. Um, Ricard Raquel is continuing with the Penguins as he re-signs on a six-year, $30 million deal. So Pittsburgh's obviously really trying to keep together these players that they got uh, this year. And I mean, rightfully so. They made the they made the playoffs. They made it to a game seven against the Rangers, but they were uh, the Rangers just outplayed them. Uh, even after going up, uh, what if, if I remember correctly, it was three. They went up three one. So uh, not much you could do with that, but pretty team friendly deal. Um, now we go to Cam Talbot, who Toronto could have traded for, and he they. Tr- 
Cam Talbot was traded to Ottawa for goalie Philip Gustavson. Talbot was an all-star last year, but uh, you know he unfortunately lost his spot when the Wild acquired Marc-Andre Fleury. So not much you can really do about that when you're Cam Talbot, but I mean, it's, Ottawa might be in a little bit more of a better situation now. They do have uh, they they signed a few a uh, few people today, and uh, you know they have DeBrinket now, and they have. Um, Brady Kachuk. So things are looking up for Ottawa. And um, now, obviously, back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I feel like I'm just, you know, I'm just rattling off these things. But there's so much that's happened that uh, I can't help but not rattle it off. But now we're getting, we're going to be getting more to uh, deals that were completed today. And which is great for us because that means i can talk about some of these deals that did happen um evgeny malkin will not be leaving pittsburgh uh yesterday he said that he was going to test free agency and last night the uh penguins hit him with a four-year 24.4 million dollar contract so pretty good um on that front for them i mean you know they keep their one of their superstar centers um big name center uh, still. And, you know, as I said multiple times already, they're trying to keep their core together and make another run. But pretty team-friendly deal as well. Nothing uh, super stacked. Um, Vander Kane re-signed with Edmonton. This one this one I kind of saw coming. They, they, they said there were a few teams that were in for him, but I wasn't really buying any of it. Um, you know, there was just... Uh, I don't think there was a real market for him, if I'm being honest. It was not really a <clears> – <throat> he played really well for Edmonton, but it's just his personality issue. I mean, not not much you can uh, you do about that. He does have a little bit of that, but I think Connor McDavid is one that can keep him in check. So – then moving back to Colorado, Josh Manson re-signed with the Avs for a four-year, $18 million contract. That was a very good deal as well. Manson was a very solid defenseman for um he's a very solid defenseman for, for Colorado, even in the playoffs. He scored a few some some goals for them in the playoffs and helped them out in a very big way. And it uh really worked out for them. Now, here was one of the first moves that the New Jersey Devils made today, and that was that they traded Pavel Zaka to the Bruins for Eric Halua. I, you know, this is a, I think this is a win-win for both teams. Uh, Zaka gets a, Zaka gets out of New Jersey, and the Devils don't have to deal with that anymore, and they don't have to sign him to a contract. Um, Halua is uh, a little bit older, and he's played the center position so he's a center slash left winger i think that's a good player for the devils to get you get a little bit more depth at center because the they drafted simon i'm probably gonna butcher this kid's name they drafted simon nemet nemets i believe is his name uh is how you say his last name but they drafted a defenseman so they because and passed on shane right but it's what it is in that front um get a guy that can play left wing or center and you know, we'll see how that goes. But definitely some good depth for the Devils. And Zaka had to move on. Uh, his time was up in New Jersey, and nothing much you can really do for that. 
Uh, Victor Olsen signed a two-year, $9.5 million deal with the Buffalo Sabres after having a very, very good year for them, even though the Sabres did suck, but he still he was one of the brighter spots. Uh, Ilya Samsonov has left the Washington Capitals and has joined the Toronto Maple Leafs, so they now have Matt Murray and Ilya Samsonov as the goalie tandem there. So that's going to be another... Um, that's going to be another thing to watch, really, because Samsonov has had a few injuries in his uh, last few seasons, and, I mean, Matt Murray has, hasn't really been great since he left the Penguins. So we'll see exactly what happens in Toronto. Uh, right now they're not making a great case to keep um, Austin Matthews. <laughs> so because if I was Austin Matthews, I would not really want to stay on that team. But who knows? Maybe something will change. Now, Jack Gamble, all-star goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs, decided to sign a five-year, $25 million deal with the Edmonton Oilers. So it was a uh, it's a good deal by the Oilers. They get an actual goalie that's not f- over 40 years old. Uh, Mike Smith, I mean, Mike Smith did help them get to where they were, but at the same time, even in that Calgary series, there are a few goals that Mike Smith let up, especially the one that um, Calgary scored from their own zone. But I think uh, Campbell's a big upgrade and will definitely help this team, help the Oilers hopefully get over that hump uh, if they can. But now I think Edmonton's got to focus on getting defensemen because after that, uh, you get you get the goalie. You gotta go out and get defenders to put in front of them. Uh, Claude Giroux signed with the Senators on a three-year deal, uh, nineteen point five million. Uh, good deal. You know he helps out. Uh, he definitely helps out the um, the Senators. We gives them some center depth, and it was a uh, pretty solid deal, if I say so myself. Um, Florida could never resign him. And that's that. Not much you can really do about that at all. So um, is what it is. Ian Cole's on a one-year deal with uh, one-year $3 million deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, you know, they need some defensive help after trading Ryan McDonough away to Nashville. Um, Devils signed Brendan Smith to a two-year $2.2 million deal. You know, the Devils definitely, that is one of the things that they have struggled with so much these past few years is defense and goalie uh, goalies, but they can get the, you know, Brent Smith can just be a good capable body to uh, throw in the lineup once in a while. I think, uh, I think it might be a pretty good deal. I mean, it's, uh, it's two year, $2.2 million deal. Not, not too much. Uh, Curtis Azar signed a three year, $3 million deal with the Canucks. Uh, Kevin Rooney is the first signing for Calgary since Johnny Gaudreau left, and it's a two-year, $2.6 million deal. They're going to have to start finding people to throw in because you losing a guy like Johnny Gaudreau to free agency and probably the Islanders or the um, Devils, uh, you're going to have to try to find something to fill that gap because, I mean, Gaudreau put up 115 points last year and was a stud, but... I mean, Kevin Rooney's been a good, uh, he's been a good grinder, you know, nothing uh, too bad with that. 
Robert Thomas agreed to an eight-year, $65 million deal with the Blues. Uh, Nicholas, and just bear with me as I read these names, please, because there's not much, not much I can do about knowing how to pronounce them. But Nicholas Obi Kubel joined the Maple Leafs on a one-year, $1 million deal after winning the Stanley Cup with the Colorado Avalanche. Andrew Kopp leaves the Rangers and joins joins the Red Wings on a five-year, $28.125 million deal. Good deal for Kopp. Um, definitely will be uh, utilized very well in the, um, in the Detroit offense and... You know that's a it's a good deal by it's a good deal by Detroit. Really, it really is. It's not super super expensive, but they get a great center because he proved that uh, during his time with the Rangers. So, uh, and then the Rangers go out and sign Vincent Trocheck to a seven year thirty nine point three seven five million dollar deal. Uh, this is a this is a really good deal by the Rangers, and I say that now because Trocheck was very good for Carolina. And on top of that, you got him. For, you locked him up for seven years. You get rid of. You tell Ryan Strom we're not re-signing you, which is something they needed to do. Strom was a great player for the Rangers, but some of the mistakes he made were detrimental to the to the team. And those, in my opinion, you have to address those. So uh, it is what it is. Good signing by the Rangers for Vincent Trocheck. Uh, Nick Letty is going back to St. Louis on a four-year, $16 million deal. The Blackhawks have signed Max Domi and Andreas Athanasio to one-year, $3 million contracts each. The Rangers have also signed Yaroslav Halak to a one-year, $1.55 million deal to back up Shesterkin, and they have also recently just signed... Um, Louis Domingue to a contract. Um, I was looking at that contract, but I have seen... Oh, here we go. On a two-year contract. So, um, I mean, they... <laughs> don't get me wrong. Domingue was, a, Domingue was a pretty good goalie for the Devils when they had him, but he uh, really shined with the Penguins in this, in that, during that playoff uh, run, especially in that, in that first round against the Rangers. He was unstoppable at one point. And, you know, that's something the Rangers saw, and they were like, hey, if we can get this guy, you know, for cheap, it might be a pretty good option to have as a third goalie if just Durkin or Halak get hurt. So I think it's a good deal by them. Um, he proved that he can hold his own, and I think that's, uh, you know, very good for him and very good for the Rangers. And they know how he operates, which is something else that is very good, especially when you're signing a goalie. If you know how they operate, you know their tendencies a little bit, it gives you more of an insight to how they they play and how they operate in some of these high-intensity um, high moments throughout the, the game. So, continuing, we are, uh, we're almost done with the... <laughs> We're almost caught up with all these deals so far. Uh, if I've missed any, it's because... Uh, they have just happened, so not much uh, I can do about that. But moving on, Ilya Mikheyev uh, is going from the Toronto Maple Leafs to the Vancouver Canucks on a four-year, $19 million deal. 
Uh, the Canucks are, are retooling, and they're doing a pretty good job so far, but holding on to um, to Besser. And they still, as of now, they still have JT Miller, and they still have, uh, I believe they still have Connor Garland. But, um, you know, they're they're making some pretty good uh, pretty good moves, I think. Uh, they locked down Quinn Hughes to a multi-year uh, deal. And, uh, yeah, they're... They're looking pretty good so far. Uh, Toronto, I mean, Toronto is just <laughs> Toronto's falling apart left and right right now, and it's kind of interesting if I'm being honest. But yeah, it happens, I guess. I mean, I'm used to that part. But the uh, the Hurricanes have traded for Brent Burns and Lane Peterson. They sent San Jose Stephen Lorenz, a two, Makniemi. And a conditional 2023 third round pick. Uh, good for, I think this might be good for the Hurricanes. It's actually it's good for both teams really because San Jose gets Brent Burns' contract off of their hands, and with that, the Hurricanes, if Brent Burns can replicate some, uh, what he some of what he used to be, because he used to be a fantastic defenseman. I mean, he still is a pretty decent defenseman, but obviously, you know, he's. It's not the best, but I think that he, especially in uh, Rob Brennamore's um, team, he might uh, he might have a little bit more of a resurgence uh, in that uh, setting. So I, I like this trade for now, unless uh, it completely bites one of them in the ass. So we'll see we'll see we'll see how that goes further down when we get closer to the start of the season. Uh, Frank Vitrano has. Left the Rangers as well, signed to Anaheim on a three-year, $10.95 million contract. Good deal by them. You know, uh, very good deal. Nothing too uh, too crazy. Uh, moving on, we do have Tampa re-signed uh, Mikhail Sergachev, Anthony Sorelli, and Eric Chernak. All to eight-year extensions. Sergachev getting sixty-eight million, Sorelli getting fifty million, and Chernak getting forty-one point six. So Tampa is still holding on to their guys, and they're doing a great uh, job in that. Still, don't really know where this money's coming from, but it happens. Money just randomly pops up out of nowhere, I guess, in Tampa Bay. <laughs> um, then moving on to uh, one of the fi- more final deals. Uh, I skipped over a few just because uh, there's a lot, if I'm, being, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But that's still all right. So Darcy Kemper has signed with the Washington Capitals on a five-year, $26.25 million contract. I don't really like this contract, if I'm being honest. Kemper, everybody was like, he played really well in the playoffs, this, this, and this. But I'm still not really sold on him, and I don't think he deserved a five-year deal. So that's why he left Colorado. They weren't willing to commit to him uh, five years. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I don't really. I'm not really buying into all that. So uh, final deal we're going to cover for right now because nothing has happened on the Nazem Kadri side or the Johnny Gaudreau side as of now. Uh, ben Sherat is signed. Has signed to Detroit for a four uh, four years, uh, four point seven five million. So good. Uh, good deal for um that Detroit continues to shore up their defense and you know works out for them also for t- the final deal that we will talk about today 
is the Montreal Canadiens have agreed to terms to on a three-year entry-level contract with forward Juraj Slavkovsky. So I think that's a good point to uh, wrap this up. Um, yeah, there's still plenty of uh, deals to be made so far in the in free agency. It's still a young time. But, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I'm very excited to uh, start this journey of really diving into the NHL. It's uh, a lot of fun, and I'm excited to, uh, you know, just talk hockey. You know, I love hockey. It's a lot of fun, great sport, highly recommend to watch it if you don't. And that pretty much wraps things up. So thank you all for tuning into the first episode of Not Giving a Puck with your host, Nick Squartino, and I will see you all later. (laughs) 